0: What up folks what it do welcome to the best advice ever podcast with comedian Mike Goodwin that's me your boy the bow tied comedian without the bow tie uh, I'm so happy to have you joining me thank you for listening thank you for listening to the podcast this is the inaugural episode this is the first of the first. Like I had a I had an intro episode, but this is like we doing it. This is legit. That was preseason. Now we're in the regular season. It's going down. So thank you so much for tuning in. This this podcast is simply about my life with the funny, the family, my faith, and even a little fashion. But definitely some tomfoolery. No no doubt there's this um, tomfoolery. And again, the title tells you what this is about. I'm going to share with you some insights, some information, some knowledge that I've learned from my time here on planet Earth. And I'm so glad that you have decided to push play because you could be listening to a lot of other podcasts. But I appreciate you for being here with me. You could be anywhere else in the world, but you're here with me. And I appreciate it. If you know anything about me, get down with jay-z so that's not the point of this podcast anyway. so we're we going to talk about today we're going to talk about the best advice ever so i'm going to share with you some over the, over the course of every wednesday we're doing this every wednesday it's going down every wednesday i want you to log in i want your face to be in the place on youtube because that's where the video will be on youtube we'll put some snippets out on my website and out on social media but you know Wherever you like to watch your, listen to your podcast or watch your podcast. I'm a Spotify guy myself. They're not paying me any money, though. They're not. Matter of fact, I think I'm paying them money to utilize the service. Maybe I'm not. I think I got a buddy that's paying the money. I'm just alone for the ride. I don't have a lot of time, so I'm riding. So I appreciate that. I'm often driving. But Spotify is where I get down with my podcast. So I don't know if you're Apple, iTunes individual. I don't know if you out here in the wild, wild west of Amazon Prime. I, I don't know as Amazon has access to the podcast. I'm not I'm not familiar. I'm sure they do. They have access to football games, and I refuse to watch an Amazon Prime football game. I don't even know why. I just is it just doesn't feel right right now. It just I think this is their second season. I'm gonna let them get all the kinks out. Like I already pay them. I'm not gonna pay them to practice on me with their NFL broadcast. And as a matter of fact, I'm I'm a I'm enough of an NFL fan to have a conversation, but I, I really I'm not the fan. Like I'm not I live in South Carolina and I talk football because I've had to talk football, but I, I'm not. I really so don't call me when my team lose. I, you don't. That ain't good. But I have teams. I have people that I follow. I enjoy. But I'm not a diehard. I'm not. And, and that's an interesting conversation to have because I'm from South Carolina. We don't have professional teams in South Carolina. We don't have a an NFL team. We don't have an NBA team. We don't have an MLB team. We don't have a soccer league. I don't even know what that league is called. It's the league of professional soccer players. I don't, a football. I don't. I don't know what that is. We don't have that either. We don't have hockey. You know what we have in South Carolina racism. We got a lot of that. Professional racism. <laughs> Those are jokes. So now that's the other thing. You gotta be prepared for the jokes. They come hot and fast. They like uh, Krispy Kreme donuts. You just minding your business and that light come on. So that was a joke. Um, I know I gotta let folks know. I gotta give a disclaimer. Say the word racism. Racism make people feel a little way. They eh, I ain't log going for this is a joke. If you don't like jokes, this is not your podcast. I'm going to tell you that up front because I tell jokes for a living. Matter of fact, let's talk about jokes and how you should interact with jokes. I have a philosophy about jokes. If you hear a joke and you don't like, you got two choices. You can laugh or you can not laugh. You ain't got to email anybody. You don't have to meet folks after the show to have a conversation. You don't have to get on your blog and on your podcast and pick your bones with this particular comedian. Laugh or not laugh, especially with me, because like, I don't have an agenda. I'm not a professor. I'm not your pastor. I'm not a politician. I don't, I don't care how you vote. I don't care how you spend your money. That's your business. I just want you to log in and enjoy this time that we had together, and I want you to laugh. I have no inside agenda. I'm not being funneled money from the conservatives or the liberals. I have my own mind, my own thoughts, and I talk to those. Uh, I use those. I use my mind and those thoughts to talk to my friends about these issues. So you're not gonna see me on social media rallying a particular cause. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I'm a free-willed individual, but that's not what I do, man. I, I tell jokes, man. I want you to laugh. I want you to kee kee key, chuckle, and all of that. So if you have any questions, because I do have a, a bow tie, ask the bow tie segment where you can ask me questions. If you send in political questions, they probably won't get read. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. <laughs> <laughs> they won't be read, dog. But if you want to have coffee and have some dinner, like we friends, I man, I would love to have that conversation with you. But if you sliding in my DMs, Asking me personal information. Hey, man, get out of here, man. I don't under That's something we can talk about in this podcast. Like how do people that have no personal relationship with me want to have personal questions for me? I had a guy recently on. He probably listened to the podcast. Shout out to my guy because he's been following me on Facebook for some time. But he like he like shot a joke at me the other day. He was like. He shot a joke. And it was a, you know, it was a joke that, you know, it kind of touched me like, oh, that's something that your friend would say to you. And you're not my friend. So when somebody shoots joke, I shoot back and I shoot back fast, too, man. I got I got time today. My wife is always telling me not to be on the Internet. Choosing to engage with the crazies, but I, I want the smoke, man. I I, I if you go come on my page with craziness. I need to help you understand how to navigate our relationship. I'm like, I'm not I answer people. Like when people put comments on my page, I respond and they often be like, oh wow, thank you. Like I didn't really like I got followers, but I don't have so many followers where I can't engage. So if you send me a message, you're talking to me, you're not talking to like a representative. Maybe that day will come where you're talking to a representative, but not that's not the day now. So this guy put it he cracked the jokes and then i was like hey man you probably not the dude to be cracking jokes so i shot a joke back and then he was like oh man i'm just you know just busting your chops i said well my chops don't need busting. my chops are fine they don't you don't need to bust my chops and then he came into my my inbox and basically was like hey man i didn't mean any any in offense and i said no I didn't, I didn't take offense i said but you know the way that jokes work Probably need to have a relationship with a person first before you start taking shots, you're right? Like, let's have a personal friendship, relationship. We sh- but if we just have a cordial interaction on the internet, man, we we can't have personal, in- we're friendly. We're not friends, right? Like, we just, we're just friendly. That's one thing I find very difficult with comedians sometimes, because comedians, because other comedians are funny people they immediately meet you and want to go in there like roasting and cracking jokes and like, Hey buddy, slow down. We don't really, how about we introduce ourselves to one another? Like you coming out the gate hot. What up? Fair Khan? Assalamu alaykum. But people love those. Anytime I have a bow on, oh, man, that's the easy. Like if you want, you know, if you want not crack a joke, I mean, you can go straight to the nation the Islam. Like that's, that's cracking jokes on Mike Goodwin 101. Like you can get right there. And I'm I'm fine. No, no offense. I'm not the kind of comedian that cracks jokes on other people, but can't take people cracking jokes on me. I'm not that guy. But there is a protocol and an appropriateness to take your shots, right? Like, shouldn't I have had some coffee with you? or Broke some bread? Maybe you've come over to my home, you know my kid's name. You know, what's my mother name it like there should be some relatively familiarity there before we just start with the jokey joke. that's what get people in trouble at their job. then they're doing inside jokes with outside people <laughs> we're not inside people we outside people. we just work together. We hadn't spent any quality time develop the bond. We just get a paycheck from the same organization. And we spend these hours in this place together. We outside people. We not inside people. So that's something that we're gonna learn. I'm gonna teach you some we gonna learn some etiquette today. Well, not today, but just in general. Like, right? so that I'm gonna help you interact with my Goodwin. And I can't help you interact with other people. I'm 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 out here in these streets on the internet and in person. So there's just a certain way. I'm going to treat you respect. And I, I pray and hope that you do the same for me. So that wasn't even what I was supposed to be talking about today. That's, I just got, I just go on a little tangents. I am the tangent, man. Catch me if you can. <laughs> I am the gingerbread tangent, man. I, that's one thing about a father, man. A father would talk to you to you Sleepy. I, I can see it in my kids' face, man. They be like, Daddy, please stop talking. Daddy, please. Please stop talking to me, man. I I don't I don't know what else to do with this information. You've given me an encyclopedia worth of information. In sixteen minutes, sir. I don't I don't I can't take it no more. My son, he falls asleep. He can't even do it. He It's like the snooze button just somebody just hits the somebody hit the reset button on him when I start. That, that that That's happened recently. Like, I picked my kids up from school. My son never falls asleep. My daughter falls asleep because she's a teenager, almost. She's teenager isk right in that 15 moving. Well, that 15's a teenager. Uh, 16 is real. Like, 15 is, eh. 16 is where it go down. She falls asleep. She get in the car. I mean, she just, bam. Not my son, this boy, looking at everything, all out the window, eyes wide. All awareness never falls asleep. It doesn't matter. But let me start talking. Let me start imparting my fatherly wisdom. the boy gets very, very sleepy right now, daddy. Daddy, your words are like melatonin to me. They they make me very sleepy. So, I get off on these tangents man but that's not that's not what I'm doing on this podcast Well, I will I will get on tangents but I will stay to a script we got we got a script we got somewhere to be it's a place to go so today I will share with you some of the best advice that I've ever received one one piece of advice I think the best advice now I can't tell you who told me this advice I think I've a lot of times I've get I've gotten advice it's been from a, a variety of places you know you hear it over and over and then it it, it kind of like makes sense. It like connects. So the piece of advice that I would say was one of the best pieces of advice that I've ever had is the advice where I've been told done is better than perfect, right? Done is better than perfect. And that is a solid piece of advice because a lot of times we talk ourselves out of doing stuff because we want it to be perfect. Like this podcast. You know, I can say, hey man, I want to have two cameras. I want to have a sound studio. I want to have multiple lights. And no, man, all you really need is a computer and a camera. Well, not even that. You just really need a computer and a, like a Zoom account. And there you go. Or an iPhone. iPhone, you can do it. You can knock it out. Done is better than perfect. There's always something that you can do to improve something, but you can't improve what's not already done. Like you got to do it. You got to do it before you can improve it. And there's something I know in me that will wait until I have all favorable signs. The weather's clear. The sun is shining. The birds are chirping. No, man. That's not how life works. The way life works is done is better than perfect. I'm I'm challenged with this book. I'm I'm, I'm getting this book done. Y'all gonna hear about this book for a long time. And I'm really at the place where I'm almost done with a segment of it. But... I just was trying to figure out, oh, how can I do this better? Oh, yeah, let's let's. Oh, I need to make sure that I add this component to it, and I need to write about this. Oh, I need a, this. I need another story. No man, just get it done, man. Just just do it, like Nike says. Just do it. Done is better than perfect. So that's the best advice ever that I wanted to share with you today. Done is better than perfect. Action, man. Action. If you're out here trying to get ahead, get an advantage, be promoted, you just got to do stuff. You got to do it. And if it's not right, just quickly make the correction and do it again. Like just keep doing it. Uh, The word of the day is something that, that's a great example of something that I was doing it, but I didn't know how to improve it until I did it. So when we first started doing it, that joy was like five minutes of episode. It's like, hey man, that's way too long. But I didn't know that would be the case until I started doing it. And now the episodes are like a minute and thirty. And that's still long. You know, we can get it down to a minute. We cooking. But I went from like five, twenty to three, twenty, like two, fifteen to two, and then now we like one thirty. And that's been Over time, that's been making little adjustments. And now we figured out how to do it better, more efficient. I'm not recording all this footage that doesn't get used. Like, It's a better process. But the way that I've gotten to this point is by actually doing it. And it wasn't perfect. It's not perfect. It's never going to be perfect. You just do it. And then if it needs to be corrected, if you need to pivot, if you need to make an adjustment, you have the ability to do that. So done. Is better than perfect. Hopefully, this is something that you will add to your toolbox. Something that you say, hey man, that was a great piece of advice, Mike. I appreciate that. I like to procrastinate. I like to wait till I get all favorable signs before I take let the plane take off into the air, man. Sometimes you gotta fly in the rain. Sometimes you gotta fly in the snow. Sometimes you gotta fly into a storm. But you got to get it done. You got to do what you got to do. So that's the advice for today. Done is better than perfect. Now, the next segment that I would like to share with you is the uh, what you're not going to do segment. Yeah. This is the segment where I find very strange stories that are in the paper that's happening in the nation. Man, people do some very weird things. So let's take a look at the first story here. Let's see. We have, this is from the, the mighty fine state of Utah. Utah is the, the beehive state. I, I don't know how Beyonce feels about this, but this is the beehive state. And uh, this is in St. George. This is in St. George. It says two activists allegedly sneaked into a farm and smuggled two piglets away from what they said were inhumane conditions and were set to face trial this week despite protests about a mistake in the jury selection process Monday. Uh, What you're not going to do is sneak onto somebody's farm and steal piglets. I don't know if this is the correct analogy, but they are bigger fish to fry out there than to be stealing swine. This is not. What type of activists are these that are, are saying pigs are in inhumane conditions? Pigs? Piglets? You don't like bacon? Come on, man. Everybody like bacon. Everybody like little bacon and eggs. Who was sneaking? Two people. Two activists. Sneaking into a farm. Smuggling out some pigs. Now they going to court. I've not gone to court. I've. Ever. I've never stood in front of a judge. But had I. Needed to go to court. I probably wouldn't want to go for stealing some pigs. I just how do you explain that to people? Hey, uh, I'm gonna need some time off to go down to this, this trial. I'm on trial for stealing pigs, man. That's did they know that this was an enforceable? They had to know. They had to know that hey man, where where do you house pigs? Are these other farmers that are stealing pigs? And they like, hey, my farm's more, far more superior than this guy's farm. This, like, who loves pigs like this? Like, I mean, I, I get dogs. Like, man, if, if somebody has dogs and cats, and they're, they're not being fed, and you break into some trailer park and and rescue a fleet of dogs, what's a bunch of dogs? This is a fleet, a mess of dogs. I don't, I don't know what the what's the terminology we can find that out for a future episode if you take a bunch of dogs a pride of dogs uh a pack of dogs a pack of dogs so what's a what's a what's a bunch of pigs a herd of piglets folks out here A drove of pigs. Yeah, that's, that sounds like a lot of pigs. That's more than at least two pigs. You got a whole drove. A sounder. A sounder of pigs. This is what's happening out here in these streets, folks. In St. George, Utah, folks are sneaking onto farms and stealing pigs. What you're not going to do is think you're not going to get caught up. Boston, Massachusetts, there's another story. A former Northeastern University employee who said he was injured when a package he was opening exploded last month was charged Tuesday with fabricating the incident. Hey, <laughs> right, man, just ask for a day off. <laughs> like, why are you at your... <laughs> The things people would do to try not to use their vacation days. It's just amazing to me, man. Just go ahead and use your vacation days. So now he's hes created this story like a Unabomber type thing. But the back, is, it just exploded, but it didn't kill you. Like it just, who's mailing you packages as pranks to just explode for you to get the day off? And this is a university employee. This person, Northeastern is a very good school. This is not an open enrollment school. This is a school where they have academic rigor. There's there's intellectual, I mean, it's Boston. Boston is like the bastion of, 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 of higher education. He had to know this was a stupid idea. He had to know that he was going to get caught Fabricating. That's a very nice way to say lying. He was lying. I couldn't say lying when I was a kid. I had to say he was telling stories. I wish my mom would have said fabricating. I think that would have been a better word. Mama, that man's fabricating. He's a fabricator. No, we had to say he t- was telling stories. He's fibbing. I didn't mean, my mom didn't even feel right saying fibbing fibbing like that that just sounded like snitching like i'm I'm a snitch if i'm saying somebody's fibbing snitches get stitches that's what i that's what i that's what i learned i don't know what fabricators get they get fired that's what they get because <laughs> they, they making up stories about exploding boxes bro what you're not gonna do is make up stories about explode and you're not dead. Like, that should be the purpose of a bomb in a bot. They, they try to kill a person. What information do you have, sir or ma'am, that somebody wants to kill you by sending you a package that's going to explode? I'm very confused by this. I'm very confused. If somebody has some more information, about this hoax, this exploding box. This man out here lying because he don't want to go to work. Just say your throat hurt, dog. Just, and I'm not a person to advocate lying. I want you to be a person of integrity. But at least get a better lie. Say you got the monkey pox. <laughs> that, that'll, that'll get you a week right there. Uh, I think I, I'm a little itchy. A little ah, ah, little little scratchy scratch. I think I got that MP. I don't think they call it that, but that's what I call it. Got that MP. It's under my arm. And then you just tell him, hey, man, I, I used the wrong deodorant. I used my wife's deodorant. It caused me some inflammation of my skin. But no, man, this man went with the box exploding, bro. You got to have receipts to that. Like, because we want to know, are, is somebody going to send a box to the job? Like, they didn't get you at home. The next place they're going to try to send a boxes to the job. We got to call it, F we got to call it FBI, man. Central Intelligence, I don't know what the A stands for in CIA. Agency. We got to call the higher-ups if you get exploded Amazon packages at your house. That is a national crisis, man. We get Amazon packages every other day. And you mean tell me one of them is going to explode? No, man, we got we got to get somebody. We got to get an investigator over to your house. But this is what's happening in Massachusetts. And last but not least, I have a, this is in Columbus, Mississippi. M-I, crooked letter, crooked letter, I. Forty years after Mississippi University for Women started enrolling men, its president said it should consider using a more inclusive name. Forty years, man. And what's the you just go with and men like what what's the new exclusive name? Mississippi College, Mississippi University for Women and Men. That reminds me of the uh, movie with with Ben Affleck with the the modeling movie. We had the little the little school that he was creating. The uh, he was gonna do a he was gonna do his philanthropy. What's the name of that that school he was creating? It was the I should pull it up. But I do have some inside help. Um, he Zoolander? Zoolander. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. what did I say? Ben Affleck? Yeah, I got threw off. I got thrown off with the Ben. Stiller. Blue Steel. What's the name of that school that he was building? Oh, <laughs> In the movie the Mississippi University. Center for kids who can't read Good, to learn to do other stuff good too. <laughs> The Derek Zoolander School for Kids who can't read good and who want to learn to do other stuff good too that's that's quite a name right there. The Mississippi University for women and men who can't read good and who want to learn other stuff to do good. Too. I think that should be the name. That's a more inclusive. That's a more inclusive name. And the last, what you're not going to do is from my dude. Well, he, not my dude, but I, I'm a big basketball fan. And, uh, this guy has the blackest name in America. Uh, the, he <laughs> dubbed that by, uh, Dave Chappelle, Draymond Green. I don't know if y'all have seen this story, but Draymond Green punched his coworker in the face at work. <laughs> Sir, what you're not gonna do is hit your coworker in the face at work. I don't care if your job is putting a basketball in a rim. That's where you go to work. That, that, it's, work should be a safe place. It should be an environment where you go and you have no fear of assault, bodily attack. Much similar to Chris Rock, who was doing his job. He was at work and he got smacked in the face. Now, he may have caused that to happen. And I'm sure young Jordan Pooh might have incited, you know, a little bit of irritation, but come on, man. And, and one thing I've noticed too the video is always worse than what you think it's going to be. Like, when I heard the story initially, I thought, yeah, he punched him in the face. But, I, you know, it didn't, it wasn't that big a deal. Like, people get into fights, basketball all the time. But when you see the video, man, he did not punch that dude in the face. He punched him like Jordan Pooh was responsible for... The coronavirus. Like that, like he punched him. Like Joe and Poole was the reason that we had to wear masks. Like that's that was the kind of ferocity and intensity that Draymond used to punch. I mean, it he like dived into the punch. And Polar, he Joe and Poole, he just folded like he just dropped like a bag of potatoes, man. And so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Number one, you shouldn't punch people at your job. That's just That's just good advice ever. Like, don't punch people at your job. There are people that you want to punch at your job. Like, wanting to punch and punching are two different things. That's what separates us as adults. (laughs) You need to go to the break room, get some water, go to HR, and fib. Say that person is fibbing on you, and then you, you handle it that way. You don't. I mean, he's, he, he, oh man, it was violent, very violent. So whatever Jordan Poole said, like that, the, the type of punch, that type of punch would have been for like, Hey man, you, you sleeping with my wife. That that's the type of punch that Jordan Poole received. Hey man, when I was on the road trip last month and you were on the IR, you over at my house that's valid but just he said something he made some little funny comment and that's what we doing come on Draymond what you're not gonna do is punch your co-worker and then here's the other, here's the other problem with that Draymond is like senior leadership like he's higher in the organization than young Jordan Poole Jordan Poole's like a mentee you shouldn't punch your mentees <laughs> in the face. Like there's so many other places to punch him in T. You can punch him in the chest. You can punch him in the arm. You can mush him. There were, there were like five options that I don't again, I don't condone physically <laughs> assaulting co- uh, co- But if you felt like you need to make that message, let's go with the open hand mush first. Let's let's start there. Let's not go to the I'm trying to break your jaw punch. That's not the punch. That should be the that should not be the response. That's draconian. That's that should not happen. You got the mush, you have the push back cuz Jordan Poole pushed him. You push him back. You have the punch to the solo packs. That's a that's a pretty solid punch. Just a little uh right there. Uh. Might even take his breath out a little a little, a little, a little, a little. That's fine. You can you can rebound from that. Y'all go to dinner. Man, you go out have a couple of drinks. You know, you, hey man, dog, I hey man, I was having a lot going on in my life. A little frustrated. And my wife kept talking about why I got my socks on the floor. You know, I don't know what what it what was going on in his house, but to haul off and punch that man in his face like that, bro. What you're not gonna do is think y'all gonna have a relationship after that. I d I don't know. I don't know if he ever gonna pass you the ball again, Draymond. <laughs> like I wouldn't, and if I pass you the ball, it wouldn't be like with two hands. It's the cock back trying to hit you in your face every time. Cause if I'm Jordan Poole, you got to fight me every day at practice. You got to fight me in the parking lot. I mean, tell so Sue, you, so I'm standing in your parking spot, and we got to fight. And people are all upset about the the, the leaked footage. What do you think people are gonna do with footage? Like people have footage. They're gonna leak it, and they may not have leaked it straight out. They might have sent it to a friend, and the friend leaked it. Like you, once footage is recorded, man, you, nobody can be responsible for that. We live in a social media time where, man, people gonna upload this footage. So I, I think that's a smoke screen to be arguing about. Yeah, people get into fights all the time, but they don't be putting the footage out. Well, there wasn't. Cameras that were as beautiful as the cameras that we have now when Jordan played. You know, people talk about Jordan punched people in the face. We found that out later. They didn't have any flip phone cameras or, you know, the, the pages. You couldn't get video footage with pages. So we didn't know. Oh, <sighs> Draymond. Can't punch people in the face at work, bro. You can't. <laughs> What you're not going to do is confirm your name like that. So, no, that's, that's okay. so yeah, that's that's what you're not going to do. We have a segment, Ask the Bowtie. Ask the Bowtie. I would love for you to send in questions. You can email us at info at comedianmikegoodwin.com. Any questions that you want to send, feel free to send them in, and I'll read them on the episode. So this week, we have a few questions. Let's see if I can get through this in the amount of time we have left. The first question comes from Samuel in Monk's Corner, South Carolina. The question is, what's the toughest part of being on the road? That's a great question. Uh, I think that the toughest part of being on the road is to keep my uh, workout and eating schedule. Like so, when I'm home, I'm really disciplined as it relates to getting in my workouts and, and my runs and and eating a particular type of way. When I get on that road, I, I, something my brain tells me, "Hey, man, these calories don't count." Like I lie to myself, I deceive myself, and I'm a I'm a very integral guy. I don't I don't I'm I'm not a guy that's a like a used car salesman. I'm not a sneaky guy. I don't cheat. I'm, 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 I'm going to look you in your face. What you see is what you get. But I cheat on my diet. I cheat. I'm very, oh, I'm terrible. My diet should divorce me. Like, my diet should say, hey, look, irreconcilable differences. Like, we can't. When you leave the house. I mean, I'm talking about when I get on the plane, I'm like, let me get those cookies and some ginger ale. I, I don't drink ginger ale. Why am I drinking ginger ale? I've not drunk a soda in my house. I I get on that plane. Hey, man. Get that ginger ale, dog. Let me get a little bit of that uh, Coke. Let me get some of that Sprite. I just want it. I want it. I want the cookies. I want anything with sugar. So I think that's what's difficult, man. And then when you go to restaurants, people want to take you to the greasy spoon. Like, nobody ever... You know, when I get in the town, they're like, hey, man, I'm going to take you to get the best salad in our city. Nope. Nope. Nobody does that. Hey, man, let me take you to this great smoothie shop. Nope. They don't do that. They want to take me to the barbecue spot. Ribs, briskets. They want to take me to the Mexican restaurant where you can get the giant burrito platter. (laughs) hey man why am I eating all this food and I eat it I eat it because I don't want to be a bad guest I eat the food I eat the dessert I eat the eats so that's the hardest thing being on the road next question comes from Cecilia in Kansas City she says what's the difference from my stand up events versus my keynote events it's a great question I think the biggest difference is the money, dog. They pay better with the keynote. The keynote, man, they they drop bags on that keynote. And I think the big difference, too, is when it's when it's happening. Like a keynote will happen on a Monday at 8 o'clock in the morning. And then many times, let's say if I fly in on Sunday, I could be back home Monday afternoon. Not that stand-up, boy. That stand-up happened like 7 o'clock at night. That, that stand-up happened late. By the time that stand up event is over, it's probably eleven o'clock at night. Man, I could be finished with a keynote at twelve noon and I'm looking like I just stole some money from these people. Like, like I gotta I remember my granddaddy, like he's no longer with us, but he's one of those old school kind of dudes that like work requires labor. Like he said, like you gotta get out here and use your hands and you gotta I'm like, granddaddy, I'm not that's not how I'm built. Like I I use my mouth. Well, oh, that don't sound good. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you can make a lot of money doing that, but I'm, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, the biggest difference between stand up and keynote. Primarily, keynotes happens in the in the in the in the daytime during during business hours, and I can get back home pretty quickly. And you make more money. And the stand up happens usually late at night. And you typically can't get back to the house until the next day. So I think that's a big difference. And the last question that we have is from Thomasina in Pickens County, South Carolina. She says, what's a unique fact that most people would not know about you? Okay. There's a lot. I think the one that most people would not know was I had a beautiful singing voice when I was a boy. I had a beautiful Tevin Campbell-esque voice as a young fella. used to sing at church. They used to request that I would come and sing this song. I think the song was sign me up. Me and my mom have been having some confusion about which song it was. But, uh, yeah, sign me up for the Christian Jubilee. Oh, write my name. Write my name on the road. Oh, I've been changed. I've been changed since the Lord has lifted me. I want to be ready when Jesus comes. And then you just keep, oh, sign me up. Yeah, that was my song. And I had this beautiful feathery voice. But then that puberty kicked in, boy. And that, uh, then that, 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 <laughs> oh, it was it was terrifying. It was so traumatic. I've not sung since I was 12 years old. I've not sung. At church, I don't sing. I just, I clap. I don't be singing. I, I, you know, they say make a joyful noise. My noise is not joyful. It's not a joyful noise. The rocks will cry out. The rocks will. They often do. I do not. Now, I have a beautiful baritone voice, I, I believe, but singing, I yeah, I know. So that's something. I, I, I've long giving up that singing, that that singing is not for your boy. I, that 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 that's creaking and that oh, it, I'm telling you, I have I have nightmares. And I was sing, I was a singer. I would have joined the acapella group in school, like that's kind of singing that I had. But I hit that I hit that 13, and uh, your boy sings no longer. And I sing at home, uh, in the in the shower when nobody's home, very quietly. No, but uh, <laughs> that's unique. Like I have a great voice, but I don't sing. I don't sing. I don't do don't sing. Um, and I think I even I think I wanted to join the choir in college one time, but I said no, nah, we're not gonna do that. We what we're not gonna do is uh, take this voice back out here. And uh, I because I didn't know how to use the new voice. I, I had the young voice, but the older voice I didn't. You know I don't know the range of it. So, but if you have a question, man, feel free. To send your question in at info at com. Again, thank y'all so much for listening to this first episode. Um, This is the best advice ever podcast. And I'm so honored to be with you. I'm here. We're going to do this every Wednesday. And hopefully you will be here with me and I'll be here with you. Uh, I want to bid you a farewell from the Bowtie Comedian. Also, please take an opportunity to review, rate, leave a comment, leave a review. Follow me on social media. I'm at Comedian Mike Goodwin on Facebook, on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Bowtie Comedy. Also, find, join my email list at MikeGoodwin.com. Thank you all so much, and I will see you next Wednesday. Peace.